At this time, the Church celebrates the Feast of Corpus Christi. It's a feast day in honor of the Blessed Sacrament, the Sacrament of the Eucharist, which we believe is the body, the blood, the soul and divinity of Jesus Christ. And we believe this because of what Jesus taught in the Gospel of John chapter 6, where he speaks of himself as the bread of life, and he even says we must eat his flesh and drink his blood in order to have eternal life. But we also believe it because of what Jesus did at the Last Supper with his apostles, when he took bread and wine and said those words of consecration, this is my body, this is my blood, and commanded us to do this in remembrance of him. We believe that the Eucharist is the real presence of Jesus. And because of this, we, we don't feel that we can honor the Eucharist too much. We feel that we should give the Eucharist as much honor as possible. With our celebration of daily Mass, with Eucharistic Adoration, with Holy Thursday and Eucharistic processions, and also the Feast of Corpus Christi. In this year of St. Joseph, I want to point out some things about St. Joseph that can help us right now live a life more centered on the real presence of Jesus in the Eucharist. Because you know, the Jesus that St. Joseph cared for as a child is the very same Jesus who is truly and really and substantially present in the Eucharist. So we look at St. Joseph. St. Joseph makes a place for Jesus in his life. We see this when he welcomes Our Lady into his life and the Holy Spirit, when he listens to the voice of God, when he looks for a place for Jesus to be born, and when he makes a home for Jesus at Nazareth. He goes out of his way to make a place for Jesus in his own life. And we have to do the same thing. And this is where our living by the gospel is lived out fully and intentionally each day. By living the gospel teachings to love God and to love one another, to follow the commandments, to have an interior spirit of conversion, that is turning away from our sins and selfishness and turning more and more fully to the gospel of Jesus. That's how we make a place for Jesus in our lives. And also by going to church, attending mass, it's a way that we make a place for Jesus in our lives. Even simply visiting the church and praying for the tabernacle is a way to be like St. Joseph in this regard. Then St. Joseph has a lot of faith. Now he also has a lot of doubt, but when the voice of God speaks to him the truth, then he moves to his faith. He falls back on his faith. He's got a lot of faith that the gift of Jesus is a real gift from God, a gift that's going to bring many graces and blessings to him, to St. Joseph, and to all the people. And this is what we have to do as well. We got to have this tremendous faith that the presence of Jesus in the Eucharist is going to touch our lives in a very positive way, in a very real way, in a way that is very, very good and powerful. When we spend time in adoration, for example, when we spend time simply visiting the church and Jesus in the tabernacle, we have to be convinced that that's good for us, that somehow Jesus is going to bless our lives. He's going to apply His covenant of blessing to us in our present situation in life. You know, oftentimes we have so many things in our lives that are weighing us down. So many decisions, we're not sure how we should make them. So many situations that we don't know how to resolve. We have to go to Jesus with a lot of faith that somehow He's going to bless us and His presence is going to give us what we need in that present moment. Then St. Joseph makes sure that this gift of Jesus 
is given to as many people as possible. In other words, he has this awareness that the gifts and graces and blessings of Jesus in his real presence aren't just for St. Joseph, but they're for everyone. This is humility. You see, St. Joseph, he could have said, well, I have the fullness of heaven right here with Mother Mary, with Jesus, with the angels. I have it all. I don't need anything else. And no one else is going to have access to this. He could have had a spirit of arrogance or spiritual elitism where he would not welcome anyone else to the gifts that he had. So the shepherds and the magi would have gone to the manger and they would have found nothing because St. Joseph would have said, stay away, there's nothing here for you. What does St. Joseph do? He has humility. He's got this instinct that he recognizes that all of the gifts of heaven that he has right there at Christmas are also meant for all the people on the outside, the shepherds and the magi, the poor people, the humble believers who are simply looking for God in their own lives. We have to be this way as well. Because believe it or not, one of the temptations to experience is elitism. And that's a kind of arrogance where you feel that maybe you have some special access to the blessings of Jesus in the Eucharist that no one else has. No, they're there for everyone. St. Joseph has a Jesus and community understanding of God's blessings. That's what the church is. It's not just Jesus and you, but it's Jesus and you and the whole community. His gifts and grace and blessings are meant for everyone. And so, brothers and sisters, we have to be more and more like St. Joseph by making a place for Jesus in our own lives, making great effort and constant effort in this regard, by having a whole lot of faith that the real presence of Jesus is good for us and He will bless us, and recognizing with humility that the gifts of Jesus are meant for everyone. With St. Joseph as our role model and guide, we can live a more Eucharistic-centered life, and that will help us to experience the blessings of Jesus. God bless you.